You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. Number eight. The one fucking dude who remembers old Simpson <laughs> shit is laughing right now. Everyone else thinks I'm a fucking jerk off. No, I really love that joke already. Already, number eight is much better than number seven. I'm having an awesome day. I uh, I had off today. Which I I never have off. That's great. And uh, it's negative like two thousand degrees out, which is weird for Brooklyn. So I uh, every time I have off, since I never get a day off, I always have a. 50 point plan to get done I've got to go here I've got to run you know, I got to run down to Crown Heights I need to fucking, I need to go to Red Hook you know like are you, this is a bunch of horse shit why do you have to run to Crown Heights I I have interests that, that need to be uh, oh my attended God, to you, okay so you're that can only be attended to by uh, a certain man in Crown Heights you selling you selling you selling them drugs Andrew <laughs> Um, But normally I do all that shit. Today I woke up and I looked at the window and I saw a polar bear. um, (laughs) And I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to stay in and play video games all day. Which I did to a really intense degree. Like I pulled surround sound speakers out. I got in the pajamas and a sweater. And I just, you know, like I had the, the thing set up where I could be like, open map and the shit would just open up. I wouldn't have to press a button. I got, uh, what game was got this? really intense. This was Skyrim and that same oh, fucking yeah. Simpsons nerd just got really happy again. <laughs> um, 
And then after that, I decided to work on my work on my home network. Oh my so God, I did a bunch of home networking stuff, and I think you are the only second individual I've interacted with all day that was not a computer or like a a wolf in a video game. Well, Andrew, I appreciate you interacting with me. Today. I'm feeling really weird right now. <laughs> You just outed yourself as a major nerd. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, you know, I just jumped right in the deep end. There's no my uh, talking about King's Quest last week really was just the uh, <laughs> the first step in a very very long downhill slope. Fine. Full disclosure. Uh, uh, part of my whole deal, my mental deal, my therapist actually suggested that I find a video game that is mindless, so that it will take my mind off things. And I can literally waste hours of my life. This is what my therapist, my $10 a visit therapist, decided it was a good idea. Actually really awesome. Yeah. Because you can imagine being at work and just playing Tetris and having someone, like, catch a case with you and be like, oh, this is, uh, this is Dr. Prescribed. This is prescription Tetris. <laughs> um, well, I, what I do is I play Madden uh, 2007. <laughs> Something that can really that can get you really really aggravated no, and raise no, your no. blood pressure. I play evil dickhead general manager on the franchise mode, <laughs> and I uh, I actually what I did was I picked a team. It wasn't the Seahawks? I picked like the Jaguars, and I fired every member of the team, and I hired the lowest rated players from the free agency pool. You did uh, like you you. You transcribe Moneyball into a fucking football situation there. I did, and I hired all of the worst special teams coaches for the head coach and all the position uh, coaches, and uh, I made the worst Madden team ever, and um, and I I actually ended up winning like six games, which is amazing. <laughs> so that's where my life's at. I do nothing all day at work, and then I come home and play Madden because I'm too anxious to leave the house. That's kind of awesome. I, I, you should get that. You should have the doctor put that on a, on like a script, and you just pull it out. You're like, I need to play Madden. Everyone, stop, stop watching Real Housewives. I need to play Madden now. I yeah, it's um, it's a tedious existence laying your love on the line, as Thin Lizzy once said. <laughs> you know, it just occurred to me. I don't know how the movie Moneyball ends because I only saw the first half and then turned it off to watch something else. I hope it my, ends really well for everyone ex- involved. My exposure with Moneyball is I worked with a guy who was really into sabermetrics and tried to talk, teach, like, talk to me about it and shit, and I, I hated it. And I hear about it on sports radio all the time. You know, I, I realized that listening to sports AM sports radio in the car is a really fucking old man thing to do. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I've been, I've picked up many a date in my car and had this, the old man AM sports radio on, on low. <laughs> and I bet they figure, oh, you know, I've read this guy's online profile or I, I know of him and I'm sure he's into awesome music and he's going to try and impress me with something really cool. And they like, had no idea that Colin Cowherd was going on your date with you. Yeah, no, no. I'm listening to Vic the Brick on Fox 980. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm listening to the Loose Cannons, their last hour, the Loose Cannons. I'm listening to the Petros and Money show. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, if it's any consolation, at work, I always have one of the 50 TVs uh, always on SportsCenter, which apparently is never over. It just keep, It's, no. it's kind of like uh, New York One. It just keeps cycling over and over oh, again. Oh, so, I miss uh, New York One. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something else. <laughs> Usually another TV is always New York One, so there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so uh, you had a. It seems like you had a nice week, Andrew. It's awful cold out. And I like how we have our little catch up. 
uh, a person, one of our Tumblr followers. Thank you. I, I was half joking when I said follow me on Facebook last couple podcasts, but you, you no, guys, I really went for it. You guys really went for it. Thank you for uh, adding me to. I don't think I got a single ad. Oh, up? you had to, man. Come on. What's up, man? I, I you know, because <sighs> anytime anyone does, like, friend me on Facebook, I just, like, I either just say yes or I'm like, I, this this guy looks like a toucher. Nope. <laughs> um, I got, like, ten people, man. All right. All right. I'm going gonna, gonna to check my Facebook right now. Check my Facebook. The doctor said I have to do this every uh, ten minutes, otherwise <laughs> I get anxious. Look, uh, thank you. Mostly Australians. I think you appreciate it very much. You guys talk to me right away. It's really nice. <laughs> and um, I don't know why I started talking about Facebook. <laughs> we could cut that. Well, what are people freaking out about on Facebook this or this week? For oh, you? what are people freaking out about? Well, um, the weather. Oh my God, it's mm-hmm. so cold out. I can't believe it. Um, uh, people are strangely obsessed with like uh, the Second Amendment. I still. Like I yeah, said, this is I have shit a is really getting fucking old. <laughs> I have a really bad. Uh, um, I'm looking through it right now. It's a lot of nothing. Yeah, we gotta we gotta wait until uh, until guns are over. To uh, we we might have to put uh, what are people freaking out about on hiatus? Yeah, this week all everyone on my Facebook is freaking out about their kids, which is fucking boring. Oh God! I think like, listen, we, we, I I understand that I'm you know we're in our 30s. We're the exception. We're not the rule anymore. We don't have kids. Yo, your kids are fucking boring. No, I, I man, like your stupid little kid and fucking yeah, like the stupid kid in the Mets hat is fucking boring. The stupid kid <laughs> at like fucking at the sledding hill is fucking boring, man. Oh, interesting story about the sledding hill. My uh, mother, I believe at one point my mother bribed uh, my friend Michael Lemery's mom to not sue her because uh, <laughs> she took us to the uh, Queensbury Country Club to go sledding and he broke his arm. Jesus. And I think I remember sitting in the Stewarts and them having like a heavy conversation and uh, over a donut and coffee. <laughs> yeah, it must have been super heavy. I think so. It was super heavy. Uh, I don't know what the, the litigation would have been, but that just had that weird memory flash for some reason. <laughs> Look, this bear claw is good, but let's get down to the heart of this let's thing. Let's get down to brass tacks. You broke my fucking son's arm, and uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're responsible for the health and welfare of my son. But I understand you own a sporting goods store, and uh, I'm an avid fisherman. Maybe there's a way we could work this out without having to involve the authorities. Maybe we could do, maybe this could be solved with some sex. <laughs> it always comes back to sex, man. I can't really, Absolutely. I can't quench it. <laughs> um, speaking of sex, last night, my friend. Oh, shit. I should, got... I, should I do a drum roll? Uh no. Well, yeah, do a drum do a drum roll because uh yeah, do a drum roll. Here comes the drum roll. I did not even get close to getting laid last night. God damn it. <laughs> However, uh interesting turn of events. Uh the other night, not last night. The other night, I befriended a young woman on OKCupid okay as I'm wont to do. Um Really young. Look like, and she kind of looks like Kermit the Frog. Also, um, this is going really well so going far. Going really well so far. It, it, it looks like she adheres to rave culture, uh, <laughs> which is also awesome. Um, okay with the fact that I'm 35. She's 20. I lowered my. Well, I made my scope on OKCupid okay 18 to 99. 
Uh, so I take on all comers as far as, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't think that I would actually, you know, I, I'm getting to the point right? I, I, I dating an 18-year-old would give me pause for a moment. Maybe just a moment, but it would I give me I feel like you'd be paying a, playing a lot of Madden, though, doing that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and so I'm, I always just cut to this chase. I say, well, you want to hang out or what? And we talk back and forth, because I, I don't like the messaging, and I don't like the writing messages back and forth, which I guess is the entire gist of OkCupid, but I just don't really <laughs> want to do it at all. <laughs> you listening to AM Sports with this, it, it, starts, it all starts to make a lot of sense together. Yeah, and I'm like a 50-year-old trapped. I mean, this is obvious <laughs> that to the point now where it's obvious that my, my time has come and gone, no pun intended. I just have, uh, I've run out of steam sexually, I'm a broken man. I've started gaining weight again, which is just terrible because I haven't been going to the gym because it's like too cold, which I know is like a, nope. it's like a bitchy excuse, but I just love burgers, man, and I love <laughs> eating that. Like I've loved coming home and eating pasta, and uh, like love eating rice and stuff. You gotta drink that gallon of water every day. That's what uh, yeah. which keeps me fucking lean and mean is that well, gallon of water. Well, here's the thing. Um, I at my job, it actually like my easy cushy office job is actually getting annoyingly busy. So I I don't have time, man. Although I should bring a jug of water into like these big high powered meetings. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, you guys bring don't... a growler full of water, and then I'll raise a few eyebrows. <laughs> you guys don't pound water, bro. <laughs> you guys don't pound water. Okay, so here's the set. Uh, I am slightly trepidatious about hanging out with this twenty year old, but she looks cute. Although she does kind of look like Kermit the Frog. Um. Has one one photo, which I immediately think is it's like a, a cover for like a like one sketchy photo, and mm-hmm. not that much of a profile. But she, you know, looked at me. She visited my profile, so I figured I'd write her. Hey, what's going on? Um, <laughs> um so uh, we hang out. Well, let me start. With the, let me start from the beginning. Um, <laughs> there's more to this. There's than more the than meets the eye. Just like you know, GI. Uh, what is that, GI Joe? Are you thinking of King's Quest? I'm thinking of King's Quest more than meets the eye. <laughs> no, <laughs> Transformers more than meets the eye. That's what I'm thinking of right now. My brain is super fried. Um, okay, so she talks back and forth. I don't really even know her name, but I say, "Hey, you want to hang out?" And she's very forward. She's like, "Sure." Here's my address. I recognize the address immediately as uh, a apartment um, that I'm semi familiar with. In the heart of what we call in this town the SUNY ghetto or the student ghetto, where that's awesome. Yes, it's uh, it's right around the corner from where I used to work. It's in was it two seventy one Western Avenue? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Sadly, that's a shame. I spent a lot of uh, my formative punk years in two seventy one Western. <laughs> nope, it was not. It was on the wrong side of um, Western, actually, headed towards Central, uh, right. which is the wrong, the poor side of town, the wrong side of town, wrong side of the tracks. You can still get, you know, the land of the $400 studio apartment. You get what you pay for. You might get knifed, that kind of thing. It's it's where the student ghetto and the real ghetto intersect. Yeah, somebody definitely rings your doorbell at 4 in the morning. Definitely. Like, oh, shit. Like, what, like, what the fuck is this? Well, here's the thing. Okay. So, I am a man of adventure. Who dares wins is my motto. Uh, and I said, well, what the fuck? It's Tuesday. I have not not shit going on, and uh, I'm gonna hang out with this girl and see if I can get myself some of that sweet young cuddy, uh, the cuddy reserved for young men. 
uh, the formative Cuddy. Or older drug dealers. Or older drug dealers, which, you know, we didn't talk a lot at all. And then she gave me her address and told me what floor she lived on. And so uh, the, uh, the fire escape window is usually open. <laughs> yes. This, show, I mean, this is kind of like a, a testament to the vulnerability of people online because <laughs> I could be I'm like a fun weirdo but I you know I could have been any you know I'm like you know hey you know I'll probably drink a can of your beer maybe I'll tell you a little story you can gather around the fire I'll tell you a story whatever uh, I'll try I'll try to I'll try to get it happening with you sexually but I, I won't be a creep about it try not to be um, anyway so I, I get dressed I put on my best flannel I put on my jeans that don't smell like piss um <laughs> I did this. I do the sniff test. I have a. I alternate between two pairs of ancient Levi's that uh, don't fit me anymore because I've gained a significant amount of weight. But uh, there's also skinny jeans, so I don't look very good anyway. Oh, this is awesome! Really good. So I'm looking really good. I'm looking really like I don't definitely look like I fucking park cars somewhere when I'm walking up to this fucking house. <laughs> so um, get there. Okay. Uh, I recognize the apartment, the light is on upstairs, good sign, good sign. I realize that I did not get her name, however. <laughs> oh, Never got her geez. name. <clears throat> I only know her uh, OkCupid handle because the, the, uh, the OkCupid chat, the chat feature, progressed so quickly that she certainly, uh, she just invited me over, whatever. You mean, like, uh, I, is the, the girl with the glow sticks? Yeah, no, the girl looks like Kermit, the frog. Uh, uh, there's a girl who looks like a frog who uh, <laughs> had a pink streak in her hair and she had some kind of a glow stick. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a rapist. I just want to know if she's here. I'm not a rapist. I'm actually um, I'm actually here to save you. I'm, a <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to, like, the like, dude's on, like, that uh, fucking Chris, uh, Chris Matthews or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, Dateline NBC. Hi, I'm Chris Matthews in Dateline. Oh, yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just here to help her because she seems really vulnerable. <laughs> anyway, so I'm, I put on cologne, man. I am fucking styling because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little desperado right now, man. It's been a, been a minute since I touched a boob. So um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing all those things that desperate dudes do, like try too hard and like wash their hair and shit, you know. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> did you like do sit-ups before you left the house or like uh, pump yourself up? I did push-ups, actually. Push-ups, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I did cock push-ups, too, um, <laughs> a little after that. You know, because you, gotta, you have to, uh, you can't go with a full gun. Yeah, no, you that's, that's against the law. Can't go on a date with a full gun, bro. It's liable to go off. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I fucking suck. I wish I was dead. <laughs> um, my life my life is but a string of depressing events that it leads it will lead to my ultimate demise as a human. That are now public. That's my favorite part. It's now, now we're just... It's kind of airing it all out. We're airing it all out. This is nothing but an airing of life's grievances. And uh, as I sit, I'm actually sitting in my room right now under three blankets because that's how fucking cool I am. Um, <clears throat> so if I sound a little drowsy, it's actually because a uh, friend of the, uh, the drive, Justin Kiss, is sick with the flu. And I, if I sound particularly lucid right now, that's why. Because whenever I'm at Justin's <laughs> no house... No bad influence. Yeah, whenever I'm at Justin's house, I'm either high or a little drunk. And uh, for the past four or five podcasts, uh, that's where I've been at. So <laughs> this is a return to form from episode one, two, three, where I was uh, 
you know, a little bit more lucid, maybe a little less funny, but anyway, a little more well, lucid. For what it's together. worth, I'm uh, I'm polishing off a bottle of red wine right now, so Ooh. I'll uh, I'll I'll carry the torch for you. You know, uh, I'll carry ask, the torch for you. I don't, I'll carry I don't the, even have a torch. I'll carry the uh, pissy red wine <laughs> torch for you. You know, speaking of red red wine, uh, people ask me on Tumblr all the time, "What's one of your favorite bands, man?" I tell you, UB40 is, uh, at least that song, Red Red Wine, is like one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Listen, uh, we could talk about the, the music all day. and I, I, I hope I don't disappoint people when I say that it's not a lot of like, uh, like Rookie Town or like new hardcore bands or like Title Fight. Or, I don't really like that shit at all. Yeah, um, I don't know what to tell people who, who ask about I mean, that. Having, they're, having, they're starting to become a minority, which is... Uh, no, I'd like them to listen, but I'd like them to ask about title fight less. But 99% of our followers on Tumblr uh, seem to be into really good music, like Lungfish and shit like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I appreciate all of you. I, I will. Uh, you, seven different people, I think, have asked both of us what type of music we're into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it seems to be really important to uh, uh, some people. So I'll answer that. Soon, hopefully. All right. Andrew. Well, once you finish telling the story about the girl you murdered <laughs> last night, <laughs> then uh, like we'll, we'll get in some questions and we'll try and make them music centric for do you, uh, yeah. Do you for like the people who really you, need to know what we feel about these things? Do you like how I completely got off that uh, question completely? <laughs> <laughs> I got off the story. Uh, it's because I, right now I'm uh, uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. It's um, going to happen again, right there. Okay, you're so, playing Madden right now. I know Madden is off. I was playing Madden right up to the second you you got me on Skype. I actually <laughs> thought about playing Skyrim with the the volume off oh, on here, man. but I know I would make like you'd be telling a story and you would hear me on the other tracks being like, it's, uh, shit, fuck. you know, like a lot of that oh, shit. My man is down. Oh. What the fuck is this? What the oh. fuck is this? You know, a lot of that. <laughs> That would suck, man. That would be like I would be like a girlfriend who's like Andrew. Something really bad. Like people hate me at work. This girl hates me at work, and you'd be like not paying attention because you'd be playing video games. And then you hear like a a clicking sound. Fuck, Andrew. All you ever do is play video games. All we ever do is fight or make love. Uh, Funny. uh, That was another thing I actually heard uh, uh, in the Shoprite grocery store a few a few months ago. Actually, I heard somebody arguing. And they're like, all we ever do is fight or make love. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I mean, the shop ride I go to is like a, a really urban shop ride. And I've heard, I, I heard there's this really big uh, African-American woman who looked like Nell Carter from the Give Me a Break uh, oh, series. Yeah. Great song. Great, great intro song and great actress. And she was running after, did I tell you this in a previous podcast? I don't think I did. Or yeah. she was running after a little kid. This little cute little kid in like a pink jumper. And she's like, Marinara, Marinara, get over here, Marinara. <laughs> the kid's name was Marinara. <laughs> Fucking amazing. All right. If I ever fuck up and, wow. and break, have a condom break or I forget to pull out because I'm so worked up or whatever and I have a kid, I will name it Marinara, male or female. <laughs> Marinara. <laughs> Jesus let that, fucking Christ. Let that it's still, it is Nell Carter in my mind, too. Yeah, so she's like, give me a brick. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, Marinara, get the fuck over here. When I was a kid, for some reason I was a kid and I was stupid, and I always thought that <laughs> Nell Carter for some reason sang Let's Hear It for the Boy. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, I don't know. I was just like a, a dumb kid that didn't pay attention to I shit, was, uh... and maybe it sounded like her in the radio. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that's how that is. And now I just I... never thought about it again until For... I was probably like 15. I will forever picture her singing. Let's hear it for the boy now. Sorry, Denise Williams, you bitch. Yep, it's over. <laughs> anyway, I've di- digressed majorly from the story. As we've talked about Nell Carter and African-American, Afrocentric names, and we're really all over the board today. I like it. Um, <clears throat> I have heartburn from eating a burrito. Jeez, I never so thought that Justin Kiss was the one that keeping us focused. Justin Kiss is the silent, uh, he's like the silent scope. <laughs> Speaking of video games, he's the silent scope uh, of us. He's, the, he's actually literally in his deathbed. Like, I haven't been able to talk to him all day, uh. So, people, if you if you enjoy Justin Kiss's contributions, um, we've set up a pa- PayPal account for his uh, benefit, <laughs> and uh, hopefully, you know, he like flipped his van on the way to the hospital, and like we just want to get him back home. So, if he could like donate, <laughs> putting up a Bridge Nine fucking Kickstarter <laughs> to help him get back home from the doctors. Okay, anyway, why wow, we're really fucking up here? Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. So, anyways, here's the set. I go to this woman's house, girl, the young girl's house. Um, she was courteous enough, courteous enough to tell me that she's on the second floor. Uh, I go uh, go up, and the, both it's one of those things where it has the double doors, one with the stairs leading up, and one with the apartment on the right. Okay, so for some reason, it's fucking flipped. So the apartment is on the left, and the staircase is on the right. But I don't know that. So I open the door to the left, and I walk into a house where there's nobody home. <laughs> I walk into a fucking house where there's nobody home, and I'm just in somebody's house. I'm like, oh my fucking god, whoops. And I close so this the is actually awesome, because you killed somebody, and you got a free iMac yesterday. It's yeah, really a fucking win-win. I did. It was amazing. Block down from where I was, a tattoo shop got robbed as I was in that neighborhood. I know also. exactly where the fuck you were. Awesome. Yes, you do. <laughs> Yeah, like the really like the gully part, like on off Quail Street. Like well, the, the tattoo shop we're t- in question is like when you look in, it's just actual murderers hanging out there. It's not like yeah, oh it's no. you know like a tattoo shop where people are getting tattooed. It's just like one guy and then murderers. No, no, yeah, it, it's. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a trip. It's a cool. It's not not a friendly hip tattoo parlor. It's like no. where you get like prison tattoo, like a tattoo tier. Or like fucking across in the web of your hand, like that. Kind yeah, of somebody has been held down and tattooed in that building. <laughs> Definitely, no question. So I'd walk into an apartment. I don't know what's going on. So I immediately turn around. Thankfully, they didn't have any animals that ran out. Although it would have made for an excellent story. Um, if like the cat ran out, <laughs> I had to close the fucking door. Um, I I don't you think cue the Benny Hill music. Yeah, exactly. Why well, wouldn't chase it? I mean, what? I, it's lost to the elements in time. Um, it's, you know, everything has a natural order, I guess. Your um, cat is on a journey. <laughs> yes. Who are you exactly, and why are you in my living room? Why, uh, yeah, thankfully, thankfully, someone didn't, didn't catch a case to pull out a heater on me or anything. Mm-hmm. But that's definitely the neighborhood that would happen in. So I, I open the door, and there, there's no, of course, there's no hall light. Like So I'm just walking up these stairs, like I'm in fucking The Shining, you know, with my flannel shirt on and shit. I knock on the door. I hear... I hear and smell a party. <laughs> I smell... It smells like Amsterdam up there. I smell weed. 
I smell booze, which is fucking really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, so I knock on the door, nothing. Knock on the door again, nothing. Uh, and then as I'm about to knock again, somebody opens the door finally. And it's like a girl in like a pink tank top with like I love pink like sweatpants, like a total dorm girl. But she's got a pack of cigarettes in her in her, in her tank top strap. Awesome. <laughs> and she said, Crystal, there's a man here. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome already. This girl's name is Crystal, I deduced. Unless, you know, Crystal, there's a man here. No, look, I don't look I don't look older than my age. And that's probably the first time anyone's ever referenced me as, like, a man instead of, like, a dude or a guy. So, like, they probably think I'm there to fix the pipes or some shit. <laughs> and in a way... I hear you're having some trouble with your internet. <laughs> and in a way, I am really there just to try, really try and fix Crystal's pipes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm trying to lay some pipe because uh, I'm, I'm desperate at this point i'm hanging out with 20 year old ravers so yeah you're at a 20 year old college party right now i'm at a 20 year old college party that is just beginning and she's inviting me over she's like oh hey you know and this is you know i don't remember cat you know cass cali i think one of the names was like some made up fucking early 90s kid names like cali or fucking carly or some bullshit um and I was like, oh, hey, Kay, hey. And I immediately realized I should have BYOB'd because they have like fucking, they have like straight liquor, weed, and I've been, I was then informed that there may be some cokes on the way. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah, we're just kind of chilling, you know, and I'm like, she's like, yeah, have a seat. And it's like not even a situation, so awkward. I never feel awkward, but it's such an awkward situation where there's music on, so you can't really talk. Plus, this girl is like, didn't, probably didn't, I mean, in her, in her wisdom, probably didn't even think I was going to come over. It probably is, is already kind of wasted, so probably doesn't remember talking to me on OkCupid, her OkCupid app, or what the fuck ever. And then, um, so I'm kind of there, but I have no, I have no, like, uh, like, shelter. I have no, I don't really know anybody there. I don't know. I don't really know Crystal that well. <laughs> I think Crystal has done some Crystal earlier in the yeah. day. Uh, so I'm, I'm just kind of there. I'm wearing my green jacket with the with the death, like the band Death patch on the back, <laughs> and uh, and totally out of my scene. Um, girl is the Callie. The other girls walking in and out of two different rooms. Uh, I get the impression that there are men in the building. Uh, I get the overall impression that I might be kind of set up for some kind of escort shit at yeah. this point. That <laughs> sounds about right at this point. And you know what? It's uh, really true. And <laughs> I immediately realized that I've been kind of set up on some kind of escort shit because I remember back the fucking... Ah, and this is how dumb I am. Even though I'm so worldly wise, this is how fucking <laughs> stupid I am. <laughs> uh, profile. One picture. Not, not no favorite. Oh, I like cooking. Like none of that shits on there. It's just looking for men, you know, twenty to forty, you know, blah 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 blah. Casual sex, you know, friendship, whatever. I realize that it's just a front for like a oh, fucking twenty-year-old uh, raver escort. So I am in a, a shitty apartment. Drafting. Which means not only are there men in the building, but at least one man has a gun. Oh no, fucking doubt. And I mean, you probably, you <laughs> scored because the other guys that were supposed to be there were robbing the tattoo parlor while you were there, so you missed, you know, most of the action, I think, but, uh, yeah. So, here, here's the deal. <laughs> uh, I immediately realized that I'm in a fucking whorehouse. 
let that sink in for a moment. I got OK Cu- I got roped into coming to a whorehouse off OK Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not fucking kidding. So this is my OK Cupid experience so far. It's gone from the ridiculous to the sublime. And I again I realize that I've been fucking hosed out, hosed by these fucking OK Cupid whores. And they figure that I know the deal. Okay. So I realize that there's uh, there's men in either fucking room, right? Uh, their fucking cell phones are going off like crazy. Jesus. Um, yeah, if I can find the ad, I, I I believe that they probably have a back page ad at this point. So if I can find the ad, I will actually post oh, the picture. Oh, please post that. At least post fantastic. the picture of her on our Tumblr. I really will. <laughs> After we after we release number eight, I'll post the picture of her. So here I am. Uh, it's unbelievable. So I decided, you know, as I did at the Amazing.net, when I'm like, you know, if I'm in a situation that's kind of uncomfortable, I'm just gonna fucking go with it. <laughs> so I just, so I just sit on the couch and I'm like, fucking cool, because nobody, because it's a weird like mutually assured sketchiness. Uh, yeah, where makes you're sense. like, where they're not actually gonna discuss numbers with me, and I'm just gonna be like, well, I'm just gonna wait, kind of wait, wait them out. And see, like, what they finally say. So, Crystal, you know, she comes over. She's like, okay, baby, you know, like, I'm going to be right back. And then her and Callie go into either two separate rooms. And I am sitting there by myself. Um, a German shepherd is sitting there, <laughs> which has been laying behind the couch. Jesus. <clears throat> sits up and looks at me. And I'm like, hey, dog. And it's just kind of looking at me. And that, you know how dogs kind of stare at you when they don't, they don't really, <laughs> they're thinking about, well, I'm either going to go up to this person and lick their feet because I smell another dog, or I'm going to like flip my fucking shit take a and bite their neck. <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of looking at me. And then it makes this low, like, oh. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, <laughs> this is going to be awesome. I'm going to be bit by a dog that by probably it's probably used to do escort shit with the dog sometimes, oh, yeah, too. And is it weird that that's what I thought of, like, first or second? I was like, they probably use this dog for some kind of fucking webcam shit. <laughs> well, also, you know? the guy who runs, the, like, their pimp is from Uganda, and he was used to having the police sick German shepherds on him. So when he came to America, he got one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Samuel, a uh, 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 disciple of Samuel K. Doe. Uh, <laughs> Google Samuel K. Doe. <laughs> be like, uh, or uh, President uh, Prince Magic Johnson, or whoever. Uh, so it's you know a shitty Albany apartment. The walls have been painted like seven thousand times. Everything looks shitty. The room is a fucking mess. Uh, ashtrays overfilled with fucking joint ends, and there's a bowl. A fucking there's a, a really really worn, rosined out, dirty bong water bong on the table. Stark overhead lighting. Stark over uh, hot fluorescent overhead lighting, oh, like shit, like uh, community college lighting, you could say. Um, so I'm just chilling. They're in the room, you know. From one of the rooms, I hear like a, a faint, like ah, eh, like ah. Eh. So I, I guess one of the I really going to town. Anybody else would leave. Yeah, uh, just, uh, <laughs> but it's actually uh, for, accurate. It's true. For whatever, for whatever fucking reason, I think they just they think I'm the next in line. Like I'm the next John, right? And I don't have any cash on me at all. Well, I should I, mean, I should at least bring twenty bucks with me, but I don't have any cash on me at all. Um, I don't, uh, I don't, I have an ID. I have all of my, I have like all of my shit with me, <laughs> which is sad. Um, uh, so if I'm, if I get murdered, at least they're going to, you know, tell me, you know, at least they're going to know who I am. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So I hear, um, 
I hear some yelling from outside. There's like big bay. It's a classic Albany apartment. You know how Patrick's apartment used to be set up? Oh, yeah. Like the bay window in front. And like you can hear, you can see the street down there. Um, so uh, I hear like a bunch of, I hear like a shitty car pull up and like four doors slam. And then I, I hear like footsteps, you know, and then the, the, the downstairs door opens and uh, the downstairs door opens and I hear like boom, 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 boom. It sounds like a fucking army is coming up the steps. <laughs> so I'm like, well, uh, I'm still fresh from robbing the two cops parlor. or whatever. This weirdly, like, I am like in like a period of uh, I'm like a feeling of almost like shalom where I just don't care what happens, which is a strangely indicative of my mental state, <laughs> I guess you could say. But I um. I just don't care. And uh, in walk three uh, farm boys wearing, like, fox fucking dirt bike gear. <laughs> like, not, not like the helmets and shit, but they've got, like, fucking hoodies on. Uh, apparently, they're looking for a good time, too. And they're like, "Shut up, bro. You know you know what's going on here. I'm like, uh, you know. They're, you want to go in together or should we uh, wait single file? Uh, no, I would not do a dog pile with these dudes. They'd probably have huge fucking farmer cocks. Uh, would not be a good idea. I wouldn't pull a rag doll on one of these girls. They're really fucking wasted. It's awful. Um, <clears throat> so I was like, "Well, yeah, I don't really know what's going on here, but you can, uh, you could definitely have at it, man. You, you can go ahead of me if you want. <laughs> you know, I'm here all night. I'm I'm here to chill out, chill out with Crystal. And uh, so finally, you know, <clears throat> uh, as you predicted, uh." Two of the biggest, like, kind of raw, like, these two dudes look like fucking Method Man come out of the two rooms. And uh, they had just fucked Callie and Crystal uh, a lot, I guess, because they were in there for about 20 minutes. Um, The dude drops a bag of weed and some money on the table, and he bounces. (laughs) I have to admire his class. Jesus (laughs) fucking Christ. So, uh, apparently, Crystal and Callie kind of know these guys. Meanwhile, I'm the literally 300-pound gorilla in the room, like, um... <laughs> okay, so, um... <clears throat> I, but I'm kind of having this internal struggle, because I'm like, you know, I could probably get some head off these girls if I play my cards right. <laughs> and, like, in my weird way, I just kind of want to make it happen. I'm <laughs> just going to see this but through to the end. Say, but at the same time, it's just I can't. I can't bring myself because I'll probably get Hep C. Or oh something, yeah, you know? that's like that's the most optimistic <laughs> fucking viewpoint is Hep C. Yeah, so it's this is like the this is like the Spokane story in reverse where there's like too much stimulation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, uh, Callie and Crystal start acting kind of sexy for these guys, and Callie Crystal has a joint in her mouth, and Callie has a cigarette. And Callie does this thing where she takes a big drag of her cigarette, so there's like a berry at the end, and then Callie lights this joint off her cigarette, so they're like face to face, and then she blows weed smoke in Callie's face. <laughs> fucking horror show. This is like Creep Show 4. And, uh, among other things, um, <clears throat> one of the farm boys has some coke. So they all start cutting up, slicing and dicing some coke. And that's about the time I texted you, like, there's cocaine around me. <laughs> so let me read my text I sent to you, man. Jeez. That was fucking great. I was like, um, yeah, I, uh, let's <laughs> Okay, 
So I um, <clears throat> oldest. I, I sent you a text uh, saying oldest person in this apartment by 15 years. <laughs> I'm calling him up right now. Uh, oh my god. Oh yeah. So oh, we didn't talk about. Um, okay, so back on the story. It just kind of devolves into a weird scene where nobody's actually fucking each other. They're just kind of chilling. So I think I came in at the tail end of the fuck scene. But at the same time, I think Crystal is wondering whether or not I'm actually going to pay her for sex at some point. Yeah, I, I would be too. You've been there for, what, <clears throat> half an hour now? I've been there for probably half an hour. Uh, they're pulling out some Coke. They keep offering me Coke. And now they, that around this time, uh, they start thinking that I'm, I might be a cop. <laughs> Because I, they offer me coke. I say no. Uh, I take a, a small hit of their joint, but I don't, you know, nothing that'll, nothing even impair, nothing to impair me at all. And they notice this. These are some savvy fucking twenty-year-old girls. And, and uh, so Crystal asks me uh, very nonchalantly. She says, "So, uh, so what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Ah, eh, you know, I'm kind of more of a beer guy." Uh, you know, <laughs> like totally skimming over the fact that I, uh, she thinks I'm there for sex. <laughs> Gives me like a really fucking like, what is this dude? Like a, a look that like a 40 year old mom would give me. Like, what is this dude, a fucking <laughs> asshole? And she's like, uh, no, like none of us are like old enough to buy beer. <laughs> like, oh, damn, but you have Coke and like weed around and everything. And you just fuck some dudes. So, um, I'm like, well, uh, you know, I, I could go to the corner store and get some beers. And they're like. All of a sudden, in like a high school fucking way, everybody perks up and they're like, fuck yeah, man, because they found somebody, they found somebody who can buy for them, right? So I am suddenly transported back to my childhood days where I you know, I was trying to find like an older person to like buy beer for us. And then I am end up, ended up being that person, 35 year old man with 20 year olds walking to the fucking Quail Street Market to buy beer, <laughs> Jesus so Christ. my dreams of getting uh, getting legitimate cutty are, are dashed and I end up buying like, uh, you know, and, and the funny thing was it was there was no question of like, oh, yeah, let's all pass the hat and like give him some money to buy it. <laughs> I just had to buy it. <laughs> yeah, well, they were tacking on your bill. They probably, I, yeah, well, the, uh, let's, I get the, now that I'm outside, I feel free. So I say, all right, I'm going to buy the beer. <laughs> so we're walking down. I, I think at 40s and they're getting like, like the four loco that doesn't have caffeine in it. Like really low fucking terrible shit. Oh, uh, so I'm like, right now I'm like, okay, I really, I know this neighborhood pretty well. I worked right near there. I'm like, okay, so I buy the beer. We're all walking down. I make sure not to carry any of the beer. So I'm like, oh, shit, you know, I just realized I got some weed in my car. I'm going to go grab my, grab my weed. I'll be right back up, and then we can get it happening. And they're like, okay, sure. I get in my car, and I fucking bail. <laughs> <laughs> so you ask, what did you do on your Tuesday night? Well, I fucking uh, went to a whorehouse where 20-year-olds were blowing dudes, smoking weed, and doing coke. And then I walked to a Quail Street Market and bought a bunch of underage people beer. And then I left because I got fucking scooped and alley-ooped on fucking OkCupid. <laughs> so. Best part, dude from Quail Street Market definitely looked at you like a low piece of shit. I can see him in my mind's eye doing it yes, right now. you know. <laughs> because they're not, they, they broke etiquette because they actually fucking came in with me and picked it out and then handed it to me. Jesus like, obviously, Christ. underage people. 
So uh, I didn't get any of their names. The dudes, one of the dudes smelled like manure, so I know they were from the fucking fields somewhere. <laughs> um, if I find their fucking photos, I will certainly post them. Oh, please, <laughs> Christ. Because uh, one of them looked like Kermit, uh, uh, Crystal looked like Kermit, and Callie uh, looked, ah, she just looked angry. <laughs> she had like that angry I feel like time, she might have been. That timeless, angry face, like I'm a 20-year-old hooker, you know? <laughs> like, so I thought there was some, I was going to get some SUNY girl love, some college girl co-ed action, the stuff of like you porn dreams, you know? And uh, I was thinking, It went another way. It went another way, Andrew. <laughs> that was my fucking, and I was like, and then that was my the one, like the one of, of uh, probably the one or like the second or third time in my whole life where I was like, you know, maybe this shit only happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this shit only happens to me uh, <clears throat> because it was just, uh, and, and in a weird way, I was cr- I was kind of crestfallen because I, I expected a little bit more from uh, from what was happening, and then it didn't happen. So. I, I'm impressed. That's uh, that's a fuck of a Tuesday night. Uh, are you impressed that I held on for that long? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe how long you spent there. I mean, I, I feel like if I was in your position, I would have walked in. First of all, knowing me, I would have walked in, smelled the party, and been like, "All right, peace. Like, I have fun, guys." Well, it was um, cold, well, and it, it nah, actually it's true. It was a little a little mm. warmer in the uh, in the apartment, but not by much. When the I'm dude... wishing so much that this was 271 Western Avenue. <laughs> Basement <laughs> apartment. It, oh, man. Sadly, that sadly, it was not. If there are any law enforcement officers listening, it was not in Albany <laughs> at all. Uh, no, it was actually um, <clears throat> it was actually on State Street <laughs> around the uh, off of Quail. Uh, pretty awesome. I, pretty great. Right which side of State Street? The SUNY side or the heading towards to downtown you, your side? Your neighbor... It just goes to show you, your neighbor might be a whore. So you never know. In such a nice neighborhood, you never know. Almost certainly. Yeah, most certainly. Uh, so that was my Tuesday, Andrew. That was. I hope that story passes muster. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, I'm good with that one. <laughs> great. Excellent. Uh, I, um, uh, I just, after that, I was just so fucking... I just laid in my bed with under two or three blankets, and I just really started to analyze where I am. In love and in life. Played a lot of Madden. I, I went home and immediately played Madden. I was like, but see, I still have that like schoolboy in me, the thing that gets anxious, and I kind of worry about like, whoa, maybe they got my license plate number, or maybe they're pissed that I didn't come back. Maybe they thought they're going to make like sixty dollars off me or some oh, shit. Yeah, no, uh, no follow up uh, message from uh, from Crystal. Uh, check today. Profile deleted. Oh, <laughs> so, drag! <laughs> I know, I know. That's why I have to. Fi- I have to see if they advertise on Backpage. But if they're advertising on OkCupid, there's probably uh, uh, they're probably really under the radar. Um, no, that's give my, it some time. <clears throat> that's yeah. That's my depressing story of almost getting laid by a, a gully p- post-teen Albany hooker. <laughs> Man. Uh, so uh, uh, on that note, we should answer some Tumblr questions, Andrew. Let's do that. <laughs> let's, let's lighten this up a little bit. No, holy fuck. Uh, <clears throat> hang on one second. Let me log into Tumblr. Okay, Cause... well. <laughs> oh, we got one while we were doing this uh, this podcast. We had a question come in. Why is Russell Brand so hilarious? Really? <laughs> what? Are you on the, are we on the same Tumblr? <laughs> this is somebody trying to troll us. That's... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, like, there's no way that's real it's impossible why is russell brand so hilarious he's hysterical uh no didn't get that one all right well i we have absolutely no answer for your answer for you uh anonymous good <laughs> I, good I do though oh speaking uh, <laughs> of um we had one come in a few days ago yeah what are your thoughts on fucked up seems like a band you'd be into yeah my no thoughts tell. on fucked up are <laughs> ah <laughs> fuck you you got to try a lot harder than that to uh to get me to break radio silence on fucked up good try though <laughs> i was good only do. recently informed of this uh running joke good try a plus for effort <laughs> I almost answered it too, and you're like, "Don't answer that." Yeah, don't question. do it. It's a fucking trap. <laughs> it's a fucking trap. Um, <clears throat> I uh, there's a question here that I can answer really quickly. Uh, Yo, Hans, I want to start DJing. How did you get started? Um, well, I hate. I hesitate to say that I'm a DJ. I just pick out songs and play them, and that's. I know that sounds like very pretentious and stupid, but. DJs are shameless self-promoters and, and and seem kind of like low in a way. Yeah. Uh, I just play songs, so I guess you should just go and play. Like, try to get a night at a local bar. Go to, like, talk to a bar person. Go to, I don't know what you do. Go to the bar and say, let me talk to the manager. And say, hey, I play, you know fucking surf rock uh do, I play, uh, detroit techno i want to play surf rock records uh on sunday nights because i noticed you don't have anybody in here so give me a give me a chance man <laughs> and then and then they you kind of build a reputation and if you rule people uh will come and dance and if you suck more people will probably come and dance um and that's it it's, it's not really a there's win-win. no there's no matrix you don't need a fancy dj name uh, you don't need a lot of expensive equipment. You just need to fucking have good taste in music. That's it. There was uh, a few months ago, uh, Dead Mouse released a statement that was like, "Yeah, when I play live, I don't do shit. I cue up yeah. a song, you stupid motherfucker." <laughs> oh, it's it's, so uh, it was pretty good. It's the biggest. Uh, I'll say it. Being a DJ is the biggest scam running. Oh, it's uh, great if cash are, grab if you're in that dude's if, shoes. Uh, if you are a DJ, you you. It's like <clears throat> I, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I I hesitate to say that there's a lot of credibility in that quote unquote art form. <laughs> it's, we're gonna you, jump this. We're gonna jump this another level down credibility. Okay. Uh, Hans, skip singing for a band and enter the white rapper phase of your career. That's where all the money and all the cutty lies. I I love the fact that people are taking the word cutty and really running with. Which it. is gonna That's... be the next question I'm gonna ask. Is okay. Cuddy regional slang or something Hans came up with on his own? I uh, never heard that word I, before OND. Uh, well, um, it's a two part question that is from two different okay. people. Uh, if you can Google a picture of Haystacks, H A Y S T A X, the rapper, I look exactly like him, including <laughs> including being heavy, uh, heavy set. So I'll wait for you all to Google uh, a picture of Haystacks. Um, and I will say that uh, that's a great idea because uh, white rappers make a lot of money, I guess. Uh, I actually, ooh, I just Googled a picture of Haystacks. Forget it. I don't look like Haystacks. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> he looks awful. Uh, that motherfucker looks terrible. But I, I am in the same vein, I guess. Um, Haystacks is like a dude. He, he seems to, he grew a goatee to give the appearance of a chin. 
Uh, and I I'm, love I'm that not shit. to that point in my obesity yet. So, um, and his original his real name is Jason. So I found that out too, just in a, a short internet search. So, um, <clears throat> to answer the second question, uh, "cutty" is a term that I heard when I was a child because my father had a lot of uh, uh, like cool, well, nah, uh, yeah, like cool guys names like Lance. <laughs> You know, and they were, a lot of buddies named Lance and like Dick and like Jerry would come over to the fucking house and drink Carling Black Label beer and fix cars and shit. And uh, when I was uh, one of my earliest, not well, it sounds terrible, but like one of my earliest memories is uh, having the word Cuddy thrown around the house. And uh, it kind of stuck on me ever since. And I've only ever heard another person use it. Uh, once uh, was a man in a, a Mexican restaurant in New York City describing how he fucked a girl in a bathroom stall. Wow. And, and a man walked in on him and he said, hey, I'm just getting some cutty here. Keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, cutty. All right. So I guess it's uh, it's not necessarily regional slang, but it's people who are cool and in the know use it. People who <laughs> People who have a dedication to sleeping with women who are maybe not the cleanest <laughs> will uh, we'll use the word cutty. Uh, I, uh, I encourage everybody to use cutty. Um, <clears throat> uh, a few of these questions. Uh, uh, the Tumblr is so cool because people ask all the right questions. It's like they got all the right moves, you know? <laughs> and, and, it uh, makes our job a lot easier. It makes the job a lot fucking easier. Like right before we went on the podcast uh, tonight, I, I wrote that I have this idea to Google Street View every place that I've ever had sex and post the pictures of the houses, apartments, fields, etc., with a little story attached. <laughs> and I think I'm going to start it and uh, link it to the. Yo, I will drive. do that as well. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Uh, Ifuckedhere.com. <laughs> uh, and they'll have a little story. I mean, we're talking like those fucking the like the the poofs in fucking Amsterdam, the the fucking shithole I lived in in Canada, like all those all those little places. Man, I gotta start to remember addresses. Yeah, oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Uh, I I uh, I got some uh, talk about New Brunswick, New Jersey, because I I, I had to educate somebody on uh, dating websites. And I detailed how straightedge.com was a, a hotbed of, of uh, down-low internet hookups in the late 90s, as I, as I as detailed uh, in episode one, because I, I met a beautiful Spokane girl on straightedge.com, when I could have probably met a girl from, like, western Massachusetts and had her blow me. Instead, I went for the gold, man. Uh, you, the yeah, there's... Uh, who dares wins? You said it yourself. <laughs> Who dares wins, man? It's not a. Uh, it's no longer a straight edge motto. It's just a motto for life. Who dares wins? Here's a weird one. This is actually buried a little bit, but I'm a little confused. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the question isn't a question as much as a statement. Whoa, breast implants are not gross. They're not for <laughs> everybody, and that's cool. But to call them inexcusably bad is pretty over the top. I have them personally, and I've had partners who were convinced they were real, and doctors who didn't know until they pointed out the light scars. It's a choice I made about my body for me, and it's a bummer when people can't accept that or attach unnecessary judgment. Mm, yeah, now, I, I really it's possible <laughs> that I have been drunk for eight episodes, but I don't remember ever talking about breast implants, ever. Never talked about breast implants. I answered a question, like, three weeks ago. Ah. Uh, well, it's because they asked me, uh, am I a boob or a butt man? Ah, and I got to read overnightdrive.com enough. 
Yeah, man. You know, I, you gotta get, you gotta get connected to that shit, man. Because I mean, right now I'm fucking holding court on OvernightDrive.com, man. People are asking me questions left, right, and center, and I'm getting overwhelmed, dog. So you all right, I'll really, get on this. No problem. You gotta jump in that shit, man. Fuck SelfDefense.com, man. You gotta get on that Overnight Drive shit. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! SelfDefense.com over the past few days has given me an actual like. I feel like my brain is gonna explode. So Why? I need some people, time away. People on some controversial shit. What's going on? Oh, people talking about awful screamo bands. Oh my god, it's man, fucking that's, terrible. That's like that time, uh, as detailed in episode ten, where like there was like a membership in the band that talked about Earth Crisis all day, and I just. Just really wanted to. F- I, just really I can wanted do Earth f- Crisis, but when like little like patchy beard weasels are coming in talking about screamo that wasn't good fifteen years ago, like no. I, I gotta, oh, yeah. I gotta check out on that. Yo, dude, much. how could you say you don't like Neil Perry? <laughs> how could you say you don't like that? Oh my god. Um, anyways, breast plant, breast implant lady. I uh, I purposely didn't answer your question because I felt that it was unfair to. Uh, I don't think they're inexcusably bad. I just think they're unnecessary. Um, I, I I have a penis that is not big, uh, not great, but I, I'm I. You know what? I fucking sucked it up and I live with it. You are uh, you have breasts that weren't big enough, and you decided to get bags of silicone and plant it into your chest. I think that's weird. Well, I, uh, <laughs> I think that's maybe she had a double mastectomy. Who knows? Right. I mean, honestly, I need a little bit more backstory. But the thing is, like, I'm I had gonna part... live on it. I'm, I'm cool with it. Well, the thing is, like, I, I just I don't like them anyway. I don't like just the same way that I prefer a woman to grow her pubic hair out. I, I just I don't like the the artificial. I, I don't like the fucking Barbie doll look at all. Uh, even though my ex-girlfriend looks like a Barbie doll, go figure. <laughs> you know, really fucking weird. Who well, I think you saw me with her once, didn't you? Where was that? I don't know. I nobody. She's like the most under the radar girlfriend I've ever had. I'll go. I'm gonna go back through my uh, my mental Rolodex and, uh, <laughs> and see exactly because you just show up with women like places. Yeah, I do. I know. I got hoes. Like hose we discussed hose. it, there was like a point where we were at practice and you just showed up with a woman. <laughs> oh, the girl who came and visited me from Seattle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that at uh, at some point that, or another if we haven't already number, uh, that, walked down that path. Yeah, that might. That's definitely gonna be a number nine story. Uh, I'll tease <laughs> it by saying. That uh, there was a woman named Sarah. Go, f- go figure. I have go a, figure. I have a great three different. Oh, Sarahs. you mean Sarah from Seattle? No, other Sarah from Seattle. Oh no, other Sarahs. No, the other Sarah from Seattle. We have Sarah who fucked me the first time. The number one, the hot Susan the Banshees looking girl. We have Sarah who flew to Albany and sexed me up, and then we have Sarah from Spokane. This is in reverse. This is not in chronological order. <laughs> we have Sarah from Spokane, and we all know the story about that. So there are a lot of Sarahs in my life. Um, and if you could download and listen to, or go on YouTube and listen to this song "Sarah" by Thin Lizzy, I think you will um, really appreciate my, where I'm at with Sarah. Gonna bring you there. <laughs> gonna be. There. Um, but anyways, we're talking about implants. I just gotta wrap up the implant thing. I, I get. I think it's weird when you get to the point where it's like I've had partners who were convinced they were real, like, so then then don't get fucking breast implants. You know. What I mean? Well, my like, feeling on it is I feel like if I had breast implants, I'd be just all about like, hey, check out my breast implants. Like that's that's yeah. would be my weird compulsion. Like, check like this why, out. Does this feel real? Check this yeah, out. Like, like why are the skull? I'd be, I'd be that woman from Summer Rental, John Candy. 
ultimately, I just would like, uh, I mean, I suffer with self-esteem issues a, a lot. And, and uh, you know, I've had weight issues and self-esteem issues and body image issues and body dysmorphic disorder and all this other shit. And, like, I can't just go out and get, like, an, like an anthropomorphic body. I can't get, like, a silicone gut implant, you know. I God, just have to cool. fucking deal with it. You know, and God, uh, I wish I could just get an implant that would just put me into Skyrim, <laughs> and I would just be in Skyrim. I wouldn't have to worry about going to work anymore because I would live in uh, uh, whatever the fantasy land of Skyrim yeah, is. Bo- bottom line, bottom line, you're not in a fucking soap opera. Be happy with the boobs you have. Period. End of story. All right. Uh, is that all we got on the questions right now? I think now? that's all we got for this week on the questions. Um, there was one more that I was looking at that. I apparently have lost. Why is Sean Duty such a legend? Dude seems awesomely weird slash weirdly awesome slash hilarious. Well, I really need to come down to New York. Maybe yeah. I'll, you know what? Maybe I'll do episode 10 in New York because it involves Sean Duty in a heavy way. That's actually a hot idea. That's a hot idea. <laughs> Shit, that's probably gonna be do, the weekend. My mother's gonna be sleeping on my couch. We'll figure it out. We could do a live. We could do a um, like a. You want to hang out with my mother? Yeah, I'd love to hang out with your mother. Right, she's she nice. Like, seems like a cool gal. She, she, uh, yeah. I, I think I met her once at Valentine's. I think I met her once. That sounds about right. Let's do it. <laughs> um, uh, hey, um, so yeah, what was that question again? Oh yeah, Sean Duty. Uh, Sean Duty is a um, is a a epic legend in a way. He is a legend in Albany. Um, and uh, people still tell stories about him. People, uh, One of my favorite stories, I got Sean Duty really drunk last year on a thing called a wine bloom. Now, you might, <laughs> you might know that we, end of year had a song called Wine Blooms, but the actual wine bloom, do yourself a favor, go home and make yourself a wine bloom. It's two shots or four shots of scotch <clears throat> and four shots of cheap red wine over ice. Uh, and then serve, and you get fucking shit faced off one glass because it's the food, the the wine. You're is, not supposed the, to drink it. <laughs> yeah, well, the wine, the wine is absorbed quickly because it's food, and it brings the alcohol from the whiskey along with it, and uh, you get fucking really fucked up. So Sean Duty gets drunk, and I uh, have to give him a ride home because that motherfucker's too drunk to drive, and he falls in the snow head first. <laughs> And he, he gets up and he says, ah, I can't see. I can't see. And he actually has snow on the inside of his glasses. And um, and uh, so he's like, I'm blind. I can't see. So I reach in underneath his glasses and do like a windshield wipey thing. <laughs> so I get his glasses all set and then I'm driving him home. And he starts getting like the puke burps in my car. <laughs> Burp, burps. <laughs> so I, I think I left him off on like the, the inlet to his street. I didn't actually leave him off in front of his house. All right, find your way home. But yeah, find your way home, dude. I, I, luckily, I lived on the way home. Uh, he lives on the way home from uh, my house. So that was it. That's the Sean Duty story. That's We should have a weekly Sean Duty story. That's that same era where I had already moved away, but mm-hmm. Sean Duty was still living in Albany, and he, uh, I would get texts from uh, from people like like Nick, and people would be like, "Yo, Sean Duty just showed up to my party with an entire bottle of rye, and he's just sitting in a corner drinking it and not talking to anybody." <laughs> yeah, Sean Duty Hemingway. That was the period. That was the Sean Duty Hemingway period where you showed up and was the shadowy shadowy figure in the corner of the room. Oh, hello, how are you? Hi, how are you? 
Oh, wow. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get him on here. That's uh, we'll, we'll let him tell yeah. his side of the story. And, I know, feel bad. All we do is tell fucking Sean Duty stories. Do yourself a favor. Add me on Facebook. Add Andrew on Facebook. But most of all, add Sean Duty on Facebook. Holy fuck! I'll definitely do that. Uh, things to promote. Uh, I was just offered a residency at a local uh, establishment doing uh, DJing once a month. All right. So uh, you know, I'll keep you updated on. All right, are you allowed to tell the establishment yet? Or are you? Uh, is it still under wraps? Um, it's. St- <laughs> I don't fucking care. Uh, it's a spot uh, named Elders on uh, beautiful, treacherous, stupid Lark Street in Albany. This is exciting because when Elders first opened up, Elders used to be the flyer wall. Yeah, it was it just did. boarded up for years, <laughs> and everyone would just go and bring their flyers to the yep. boards and put their shitty bands' flyers up, and then they took it down, and everyone was like. I can't believe they're taking down the flyer wall. Yo, it wasn't the flyer wall. It was a building that somebody bought. It's not like it wasn't there for you. It just happened oh, to be dude. there. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, and they accused like local promoters of tearing down the flyer oh, yeah. wall. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, so that became Elda's, which when it opened was uh, kind of like a floofy spot. Yeah. Uh, which was funny because Albany doesn't have like floofy people really to attend those things. So it just kind of, it seems like it fell into disrepair, and now everyone I know is going there all the time, which I can't tell is if it's Elda's kind of revamping their image, or everyone I know just growing older. Everything, it's definitely everybody, you know, growing older, wanting an environment where they can eat, drink uh, better liquor, and and dance if they so choose. I can definitely understand that. That sounds much nicer than going to the fuse box and having somebody, like, throw a Chinese star at me. Yeah, the fuse box is a fucking dump. I hope that fucking roof caves in. Um. <laughs> you and I both spent our time behind uh, behind the board there. Yes, it's we did. <laughs> it's, it's a real rough dump. Um, uh, yeah, it's a cool spot, I guess. I mean, it's neat because there's still, like, uh, older people, like maybe your parents' age, who go there and eat Italian food in the other room. But then I'm, like, I'm in the far, I'm in the room across the building, like, playing, like, you know, fucking It's a Cold World by Frankie Knuckles, like, on, like, volume 11, you know? So, it's like a weird scene where they don't really want to hear your fucking music, and I don't really want to see their sour puss faces eating fucking Italian food. So, it's a weird, uh, it's like a, it's an uneasy piece. Sounds between great. The, yeah, between the fucking Soshis and the fucking Outsiders, man. I'm going to come up for one. You should come up for one, and then I'll, I'll, we'll ride back together in my car, and uh, we'll uh, give each other hand jobs. And that's cool. And then you can just drop me off near my street, and I'll find my way home. I'll drop you off after Jingle Wine Bloom. I'll drop you off near your street. <laughs> you can fucking find your way home or fall into another snowbank. You know, whatever. whatever. It's all good. <laughs> uh, please visit youlooksad.com. Youlooksad.com. Um, and, Andrew, I believe that you have uh, the Self-Defense Family as a new release coming out today. Do we? Yeah, you're on the uh, Run for Cover Records uh, gift pack. Oh, no, that's not till December. That's uh, that's a long ways away. Wow. Well, you had the announcement today. And yeah, it was announced it- today in December. We're going to be on a Run for Cover, uh, I guess, subscription pack. I don't, you probably know more of the details than I do. You read it. I, uh, <laughs> I was arguing with people on the Tumblr all day. I, um, oh, other than that, I don't have much to uh, much to promote. Still, uh, still fucking around with uh, with working on a menswear blog. It probably won't ever happen. Well, uh, you know, I'll keep you posted as to what goes on with it. I love that idea because uh, knowing Andrew as a man who used to just wear like a PJ top and like ca- like jungle camo pants, he has come a long way. <laughs> I wore a PJ top all day today because fuck it, Skyrim. Well, yeah, fuck it, Skyrim. <laughs> all good. 
I uh, I had to wear a suit because I was meeting with important oh, yeah. people today. And uh, but I as I wore a suit, my uh, I hadn't actually taken a shower in two days, so my ass my ass smelled bad. <laughs> so I was wearing my Jose Banks, but underneath was a uh, hairy, gross, a, a sweltering crotch, sweltering uh, swamp crotch. I had not washed, I had not showered since the night of the whorehouse. <laughs> Um, and, uh, uh, I, it started, I sat in the chair in the conference room long enough that I, I started to smell myself. Yeah, so you, you know, even if everyone else doesn't know what they're smelling, you know what it is. I know what it is. And, uh, I blamed it on my cup of coffee. It's probably a good move. No, nobody's, nobody was like, I smell, somebody smells bad in here. But it was, <laughs> you know, I mean, if I smelt it, you know, you know, if like, as, o, as ODB said, if I got it, motherfucker, you got it. <laughs> you know? Uh, so anyway, um, I guess that's it for Overnight Drive 8. Uh, yeah, what do we, uh, we got OvernightDrive.com. Uh, I always, when I hear myself back, I'm like, dot com, like I'm from fucking Chicago. OvernightDrive.com. Uh, <laughs> Twitter.com. Uh, <coughs> overnight underscore drive. Uh, Facebook.com. Dot com. Overnight Drive. And I think that's it for all of our social media stuff. Should I do an Instagram? Should I do a Snapchat? I mean, uh, you you people tell me what uh, uh, what works best for you. I think you should do a overnight drive Vine. I don't even know what Vine is. It's a uh, GIF. It's a place where you can make video GIFs and post them directly to uh, to uh, Twitter. I'm gonna do that right now. Yeah, Vine. Check awesome. it out. I, uh, <laughs> uh, I also uh, met that you saying .com made me realize that I uh, a few years ago I had an idea to develop .com. .com, C-U-M. yeah. Remember we talked about that? I said, <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our van chats. You missed your chance because triple X is Now they have .xxx. But if I had .com, like, would you not just always go to youporn.com? Oh, without a doubt. You know, hotmail.com. Hotmail.com. So check out uh, OvernightDrive.com for the naked version of our Tumblr where I am naked and masturbating. It's a. It it's gets like blue. My, it's like my art project that I wanted to do at the Upstate Artist Gallery where it was just a continuous uh, 35 color televisions on a continuous loop of me, of me from the mid stomach down standing and masturbating. I can't believe they didn't go for that. They didn't go for that. I actually, I actually pitched that idea. <laughs> they said, "Oh no, we have more of a family environment at this fucking art gallery." And I said, "Art gallery, more like fart gallery." End, end scene. <laughs> All right, come back next week. We're gonna do episode nine. And the week after that, we'll probably do ten. Maybe at some point, we'll uh, we'll get in the same room together and make magic I think, happen. I think ten has to be in the same room. I All really right, we'll do. make ten, even if it means that we skip five weeks. <laughs> so let let that marinate for everyone. Yeah, no, uh, we will be on on time and online. 100%. Awesome. All, All right. right, let's cue the music. Here we'll we see go. you guys next week with number nine. Love you. Bye.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.